What's going on? Welcome to Life's a Trip podcast. I'm Dave. And I am Chase. And uh, on this podcast, we explore all kinds of stuff, all the, the weird and winding individual paths that we all walk in life. Uh, our conversations range from mindfulness and relationships. All the way to psychedelic spirituality, and a whole bunch of weird, crazy, fun stuff. Yeah, and uh, we just we look at basically what it means to be anything at all. Or not. Or not. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, and I hope that you enjoy. Love you guys. See you on the other side. Peace. Yo, this is episode 15, and I'm just saying right now, we just had an absolute blast with recording this episode. Me and Dave went into some... Some super epic topics, but mostly it was about Dave's bad trip, <laughs> and not necessarily a psychedelic trip, but it was it was a a bad trip of a day, and we went into just how to fix that stuff and how to get over it, and uh, we had fun, you know. I was drinking a beer, eating some fruit and nuts, and smoking my vape, and <laughs> I had an absolute blast. And I know for a fact every single person listening will have a blast throughout this episode too, and you'll learn that even if you don't. It really doesn't matter. So, <laughs> I absolutely love you guys. Freaking enjoy this episode. This is 15 starting now. That's it. We're, this is it, man. We're rolling. We're the going. world is over. The world is. Life is done. End of time. We're over. End of time. Apocalypse. Bullshit. It's all on fire. It's all bullshit. It's going down. We're fine. Life's fine. Ooh. Are we, though? I think I I'm know. fine. About Up until about 20 minutes ago, I wasn't sure, man. I was, I was uh, on the ledge there. I was falling apart. Yeah, you know what? We all get on that ledge, and we all feel like we're falling apart. Yeah. Um, that's what the ledge is about. That's why it's the end. <laughs> right? The ledge is the end. Right? Yeah. And yeah. you're still you're standing here. It seems like you backed off the ledge a little bit, and we're yeah. we're rocking, man. Jeez, dude. Yeah, I, I just Fuck got... Fuck the end of ledge. I just got back from a, a full day of just existential dread. That was rough, man. I had like a, a decent enough morning, kind of started off, got home... Walked the dog, had a big breakfast, worked on some art, journaled a bit, and then went into work, and it was just like... Boom. Work's been intense, man. Between the election stuff and yeah. um, the intensity behind that and kind of just feeling... I, I think it's more of a reflection of like my inner world, but it, I'm perceiving that a lot of people are kind of on edge. But then add to that everything going on with the coronavirus... And uh, that popping up, you know, in the U.S. Um, a few days ago and spreading. Now it's in, uh, according to one of my coworkers, uh, an interaction that he had with a customer that's now at uh, Mission, which is in North Carolina, Mission Hospital. Hospital, right. Yeah, so I was just kind of, I was just in a funk all day of just like existential, like what? am I doing right now? Just freaking out. Like, am I prepared enough? I'm seeing customers come in and get carts full of like canned food and just like, you're always going to have these people that are freaking out. Right. I mean, you can put your attention towards just about anything nowadays and freak yourself out. Yeah. Yes. These are serious things. Kinda. 
I mean, you can put the kind after just about anything. I mean, yeah, this coronavirus, guess what? There was this stuff all the time, right? The flu has killed way more people. Mm. Way more people. And you gave me a stat earlier, even if it's close to true, two people out of a thousand who get this coronavirus actually die within our age group. Yeah, I mean, I overheard that. I don't, I don't know for hey, sure. If even if it's some, somewhat true, you know? Even if it's 2%, you yeah. know, that's still like... I, I mean, yeah, I wash my hands a little more now. Tell you what, that little sanitizer Dude, thing in my, people, my desk. People coughing. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think I've ever even listened. <laughs> I don't even think I've ever even heard people coughing at work. And then someone coughs like nearby and I definitely look over my shoulder like, this motherfucker about to, you know, like patient, patient zero. Patient um, zero, bro? It's him. Um, yeah, just, it's, it's incredible how powerful my, you know, my mind, but I, I extrapolate that and I assume everyone's minds are in terms of like how much my thought patterns and like getting into the, like kind of the vortex of thoughts as they attract more like thoughts and yeah, I start to spiral really quick. It felt like, uh, the closest that I can say that I've experienced to like maybe what would be considered a panic attack. But what I've experienced is a bad trip on psychedelics is like this like rising up of just like this sense of dread coming in. I'm going to let my dog in. Jack, you can come in. No calendar. Come on. Jack, the dog is here. Yeah, I got it. But, you know, yeah. I mean, I would agree that, you know, when you have... Um, Something close to what some may consider a panic attack, it's very similar to, you know, a bad trip because you get caught in, like you said, the vortex of things and it starts to go and 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 then you feel almost trapped in it, Yeah. right? Yeah, so I, I told you I'd tell a story of... Uh, Let's hear it! My first bad trip on drugs was, uh, it was my second time doing mushrooms, um, psilocybin. It was my senior year in college and I did it with some buddies of mine in uh, a, a college house, which was uh, far from clean. So it was this kind of messy college house. And we started off, I think we were watching, uh, well, I know that we were watching The Beatles' Yellow Submarine, which is I've also seen that super trip. fun. Super Su- fun. Super fun. Oh, and yeah. Entertaining. We're all, all on like couches back to back and like riding like a bus <laughs> and having fun. And then my, my, buddy, my buddy Kenny gets up and he's like, I'm going to explore the house. And we're like, cool, Kenny, go for it. So he leaves the room, comes back a couple minutes later, he's like, do you guys have any idea how much time has passed? <laughs> and the other guys are like, whatever, Kenny. And I'm like, Kenny, what, what are you doing? And he's like, it's been three minutes. Time is slowing down. <laughs> and I was like, and he's like, I'll be back in a minute. And he leaves. And I, I start to kind of like, all right, what's going on? I don't, I don't know what he's doing there. And he comes back a few minutes later, or... Sometime later, and he's like, "Do you guys know how long it's been? It's been thirty seconds." He's like, "Time is stopping," and I'm like, "Kenny, what are you doing? Why are you doing this?" And it just kind of caught me on this like I got caught up in like this this spiral of thoughts of just yeah. like, what if time is slowing down? What if, what if maybe this substance is actually making it clear like what my reality's been all along? What if we're like a bunch of drug addicts that have been addicted to drugs and like in this <laughs> perpetual bad trip? What if this is purgatory? What if I this is like my form of like hell or, or eternity and that we've been in this college house forever? 
Wow. And before I knew that, I was like, you know, I, I had been there for all of existence and like my family had, you know, wasn't even, didn't exist. I was just like, this is what was happening. And, and so I'm kind of psychedelic. I mean, especially psilocybin is like six to eight hours and I'm not in that span or of time. Or 12, just depending on yeah, your dosage. I, I, I totally <laughs> lost track of time. And part of what I convinced myself what was going on was that part of my reality of being in purgatory was that I was stuck in this grimy college house with guys that didn't know that we were in purgatory and I could never explain it to them. And so my buddies would be like, you know, what's going on, Dave? You want to talk about it? Because they could tell I was kind of freaking out a little bit. I was like, I can't even explain it to you. I can't, I can't <laughs> tell you. And so I find myself sometime later sitting in the living room which at the very beginning of the trip, as we were coming up, we wanted to build forts. And so we had flipped all the couches upside down. The pillows were <laughs> fucking everywhere. So the, the living room's trashed. That's good. But we didn't complete it. So it's just everything's trashed. So I'm sitting in this trashed living room with my back to an upside down couch, just in the depths of existential despair. And the front door opens and one of our rugby teammates pops his head in and he says, Hey! I'm sitting there on the couch, on the floor, and he's like, hey, you guys coming out tonight? And it was just like, whoosh. Whoa. And I like sucked, you out. sucked out of that weird fantasy that I was in the middle of. And uh, well, it kind of plays it, into how today worked for you. Yeah, it, it really yeah. does. Because like, I, I, I came down after that because it, it, like, I was snapped back to reality. Right. This reality. And we, we got cleaned up, and we went out, and we partied, and I hugged every single person I saw. I'm just, I, I'm so happy this is real. I'm so happy this is reality. Oh, my God. And There um, you go. And that, that's like that, that sense of dread that I had that that was what was happening is, is somewhat what I was feeling today of just like, what if this thing did hit and society just shut down? And suddenly people are, I mean, the veil between civilization as we know it and straight up anarchy is pretty small. People like, it doesn't take much. A couple announcements on, on public news saying like, you know, this thing's spreading. People are, you know, you need to, you know, go home, close your doors and people get feral real quick. Oh yeah. They're real tribal. And I'm like, I don't own any guns. I have maybe a week's <laughs> worth of food, you know? Mm-hmm. What do I do? How do I contact my family? What's the plan? Who are the, you know, who are the people that I, I team up with? And I'm like, fuck. Like, and my mind is just whirling with this because it's like, how do I get out of that? And having brief interactions with customers where it's like trying to exchange pleasantries is not helping because <laughs> I'm, no. like, I'm trying to keep my cool. You know, <laughs> and I can tell some of the customers oh, are man. also trying to keep their it's cool. It's the end of the world. And then some of my coworkers are like kind of bouncing around and I can just... Again, maybe it's just me, but I can kind of perceive that people are a little on edge. Yeah. I mean, I would go and say <laughs> that it's just you. Probably. It might, might but just... But of course, work. there are people on edge. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I had a couple of interactions I had zero people. of those interactions today. Okay. You know, so from my standpoint, I'm like, bro, it's just you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But... You weren't working in the grocery store where you're seeing the shelves get cleared out. Oh, well, <laughs> you know I'm working where people are coming into... To buy something that they want, you know, yeah. so it's a little different. Yeah, so like I, I'm driving home. I'm like, what the fuck do I need? Like, how how am I gonna clear this? I'm gonna go like run stairs at the gym. I'm gonna maybe I'll call out from work tomorrow and just like cool off. They've got an HR number that I can call and like talk to someone and like 
hopefully have someone like kind of clear the air. And then I got home and uh, you were, I walked my dog and you texted me and you're like, hey, I see your car, but where are you at? And I'm like, oh, and I'm still fucking swirling, right? I'm, I'm swir- <laughs> I need to walk the dog. I need to walk around. I need Dude, to- <laughs> I'm swimming in it. And, swimming. Um, I was like, I don't even know if I want to talk to Chase right now. Like, I, I might just go find <laughs> in bed and just fucking uh, try to cool off. And I came downstairs and you're sitting on the couch, like eating some snacks or something. And was, what's going on, that man? I wasn't eating snacks because I asked you for snacks. <laughs> <laughs> I was just on my phone watching The Daily Show or something. Oh, but yeah, yeah. But you, um, you talked me off the ledge in like f- less than five minutes. <laughs> like, what's going on? And I kind of broke it down. You know, I got my, my deer in the headlights look and. Yeah, I saw it, bro. And I can see you're down now. I see that fucking, your smile's back, bro. I mean, I knew it as soon as you walked in. That's why I was like, what's what's up, bro? Yeah. Hey, man. I'm just wondering how many other, if I'm experiencing this, which I I think I'm a pretty level-headed person. Like, I I I generally keep pretty cool. This is the first time that I've gotten caught in, like, holy shit, the world's about to catch on fire. Um, So I'm wondering how many other people out there are experiencing this level of I know I talked to one one of my coworkers who's like yeah man I bet like this is my life all the time that's like oh, <laughs> oh shit really yeah it's like ah oh. well those are you know you gotta think about the doomsday preppers right you know two thousand right I cannot imagine or being twenty twelve remember that shit yeah yeah that was a real yeah, thing the Mayan, thought, yeah the Mayan, the Mayan calendar is all lining up I was caught into that a little bit I was like dude if I'm, They've been right thus far, <laughs> from what I've read. <laughs> but, you know, obviously they didn't know what they were talking about. I mean... But, like, yeah, man, hopefully this is just another thing, right? Well, but, <laughs> and then some people, part of it is, like, I, I wanted, like, a voice of reason. Someone would be like, it's it's cool. Here's some data that's going to show you that it's going to be okay. But mm-hmm. people were like, it's all good, man. Stuff like this happens all the time. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> There's not a something that develops in China that like makes them close down their borders and then spreads across countries <laughs> and suddenly shows up at our doorstep. Like I, I don't remember that in our lifetime. Oh, what about those remember the was it bees or mosquitoes? SARS? Yellow fever? Dengue? What What, you just named off a couple right there? That well, was I don't scary. Remember, I don't remember any of that shit ever making it at the States. Bro, did you see South Korea? They have drive-through checkpoints to free free drive-through checkpoints to check for coronavirus. That's what I'm saying. Like these other countries, <laughs> and these are dudes are in like, out. like white hazmat suits, and there's a huge drive-through. And in South Korea, there are people just driving. Up, <laughs> I swear this isn't to God, making me feel better. <laughs> and yet you're smiling, so we're here. We're and, all fucked. We're all fucked. I mean, that's okay. Let's play that card. We're all fucked. Yep. I'm. St- Dope, dude. <laughs> we get to see the world end? Are you kidding me, dude? Nobody in the history of everness has ever been able to see the world end, except for like the dinosaurs or like the prehistoric people we may not even fucking know. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> right? Maybe we don't have enough food. That fucking sucks. Let's yeah. go kill a bird. We'll figure it out. Right. Like, dude, let's go get some berries or shit. I hope they're not poisonous. You know? Bro, Hunger Games status killing each other? Like, I'm just saying, if this was a zombie apocalypse... I'm stoked. I'm ready. It's not zombies. It's humans with weapons. <laughs> we don't have shit. We got a hatchet. I got some. I got some friends at work that have plenty of guns. I'll just call them up. We gonna have a good old time shooting down some humans. <laughs> Go straight up Walking Dead, man. Yeah. I, dude, well, I was talking about this with another coworker. Is like uh, when I, I was in a little bit more of like a level-headed place last night. It's like basically 
all all of our entertainment, almost all of our entertainment is based around these type of scenarios. And so yeah. when stuff like this starts to kind of build up, that's like immediately that's what we think of the because narrative. we've seen it, right? Yeah, that's like what, the narrative. We, You're right. what we watch for fun is like, what would happen? <laughs> uh-huh. You know? And so that's that you know, a little file in the back of my brain is what pulls open and like my subconscious is like, yo, we got, we got a bunch of like stuff right here to pull from. Like I could, I could give you stories, dude. I could. Yeah. You know movies we've seen, bro. Yeah. Your brain's just shocking to itself. Yeah. That's another thing we're talking about. And when I told you downstairs, I was like, how do we listen to our, listen to our brains to talk ourselves out, right? One thing I'm really big on is the brain is the brain, which means it's going to do all these things. It's going to talk about the past. It's going to talk about what you see in the future, or, you know, um, and going to talk about what's right in front of you and what you're what you're seeing. But when your brain is doing that, and you're the awareness behind the brain, right? So when you can analyze those thoughts and see them, it's like, dude, that motherfucker's crazy, and I, that motherfucker meaning your brain, right? Your mind. Your mind, right? Yeah. Uh, the mind that was put in this this capsule that you'd walk around in, this fucking meat... Vehicle. Vehicle, right? This meat vehicle. And, you know, we can make it fun, man. That's what I encourage people to do. Make it fucking fun. I do. I try and make fun of, of when I like start to freak out or have anxiety or um, I think the world's coming to an end. <laughs> oh, man. Imagine those thoughts if I actually, you know, captured those thoughts and thought that those thoughts were me, right? We all have yeah. crazy random thoughts. Like, I mean, this is maybe a little crazy, but I'm sure you've been driving down the road. You, we used to play a game, right? You're driving down the road and you see someone walk in and you're like, oh, 10 points. And you act like you're going to hit them. You're obviously not going to hit them, right? But your brain was like, hit them for 10 points. Like, you're not, that's not going to actually happen. But like your ever, brain thought, so you're not that. That's just a played, thought. Have you ever like had that like compulsive thought pop up of like you're driving down the highway and you're like, man, one, one quick pull. Yes, all like, day. I'm off the, the ridge, you know, down 100 feet into like a chasm. Yeah. yeah. No, I would die for sure if I turned left right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, it's weird. Our brain does some fucking crazy stuff, but it's yeah. When you're when you're caught up, when I've been caught up, such as today, in like this pervasive, like insidious, like just it catches you, and it's so hard to disentangle from that. Oh yeah. And it takes a conversation like me coming home and talking to you, like yeah. No, but no one that I was having a conversation with at was work <laughs> was doing that for me. It was not. It was not helping. So it, yeah, I uh, <clears throat> thank you. Oh, dude, all day, all day. Anyone else? Hit me up. Hit me up. Yeah, the voice of reason. Um, I'll tell you what, man. I'm about to go buy me a, buy me one of those medical masks and start. <laughs> you know, in Taiwan, where I, I I taught English there for five years, they have a a two mask uh, limit per person with an ID card per week. What does that even mean? They're so they're sold out. They're out of masks. There's a shortage of masks, so they're having to um, uh, ration them. That's intense. Yeah, but I talked to my friend Chen that lives over there, and I was like, "Well, you know what's going on with all this?" And he's like, "It it was it was pretty all over the place for a few weeks there, but it seems to have kind of quieted it down a little bit, which is encouraging." Yeah, because that's. Adjacent to China. 
Well, I mean, like I said in the beginning, man, fuck it. No, fuck it. I don't well, know. So, what to say. Right, like, so I mean, the, the, like if if hypothetically, like if things were about to go light up and fire, this is another thing that was going through my mind. Like, what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> it's like, there you go. If that's the, if that's the case, why am I here stocking the shelves? Where, yeah, you know. Why don't I just cash out, get as much as I can, and just like go and fuck off? <laughs> you know, like. Well, that's um, that's a real thing. Yeah. You know, when I moved to Hawaii a while back, I was like, "That's this is what I'm doing. I'm just gonna go and I might get away from the job that I'm doing and, and go over to Kauai, where pe- there's this like community that just lives with each other and everyone has their own like job they do and people take care of each other. And there's, I do when I was in Hawaii, I got so bored with what I was doing in the first place, anyways. It's like, I know for a fact, like, okay, yeah, what I'm doing now is way better than actually going and doing nothing, because the thought of the pleasure you'll get from that will be over very soon. Yeah. No, I, I think I'd lose my shit pretty quickly. You have yeah. To, per, without purpose, yeah, mm-hmm. purposelessness is like, it, it goes, goes off the rails real quick. Purpose. That's really what drives us, isn't it? It is, Yeah. It goals, is. purpose. And I think that's part of, that's like at the root of what, like my, this feeling of dread is, is like, if there's about to be a shift in our reality, my purpose is, is also going to shift. Like I'm, I'm kind of in, in like the, I'm floating, you know, yeah. right, right now within this current reality of status quo, things are normal. I get to go to work. I'm paying my bills that allow me to continue to cultivate this thing with tattooing and, and my relationships with my friends and this woman that I'm seeing. But if things are about to hit the fan, why the fuck would I be learning how to tattoo? Why would I be working at a grocery store to pay for paychecks down the road? Well, you know? yeah, but you're not going to know that until shit actually is through the fan, right? Not right. just hit the fan. Yeah, the fan's the, gone. The, like The poop is on our... It's been sprayed yeah, on our faces. At, at that the point, fan. then yeah. you're not working at a grocery store anymore. Yeah. You, you're, you, gotta, you know, you're not thinking about tattoos. You're not... You know, you're thinking about all the cool stuff. All the cool <laughs> stuff. Like, what, is this guy with a gun coming at me going to try... What's he going to try yeah. to do? I don't have much, buddy. Yeah. You know? Exactly. You know? And, I mean, yeah. like I said, I don't Adapt and conquer, man. Yeah. To all situations ever. And that's not just if the world ends. That's if you have a bad day. That's if you think, oh man, between politics, the coronavirus, and all these other people, you know, changing my mind about this, that, and other. Like, adapt and conquer immediately. Immediately. Give yourself. There's this lady. Her name is Caroline Leaf. She is one of my favorite people. Please. Everyone listening, and you, Dave, look this chick up. She's like, I don't want to call her like a super Christian, but she's definitely Christian. But she's also a, like a neurophysicist or something like that. So she's very, 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 very big into how the brain works. Mm -hmm. And she kind of capsulates that into how the Bible tells its story and and how, for her, and I think it can be translated in, in many different ways you you don't have to say Jesus or even Christianity by any means um every what you say every f- 10 seconds i think it's 10 seconds you have to bring yourself to the the good side and she when she speaks she has a 
literal tree on the left side, a small little tree that is beautiful, right? Perfect tree. And on this side, there is a dead tree, right? And at all times, you're acceptable to falling on this side or falling on this side. So for her, you know, she might recite scripture, she might feel some sort of, of good emotion to get herself to be on the good side. And every 10 seconds, you're checking yourself in. Like, that's hard work. Yeah, 10 seconds, dude, there's six of those every minute. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a lot of work. So maybe don't start that crazy, you know? But like, yeah. her thing is just to be on the good side, be on the lively side, the, the side that is alive, the side that brought you to where you are now. And you're here, you're standing, you have blood pumping through you, your heart is going. Like, so. I really, really love her because when I see myself down for more than a few seconds or something like that, I'm always push myself over, push myself over. And I almost feel myself literally moving over to, okay, but I have this, 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 and that. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, you she's know, shit. What's, I was working on, uh, so I, I just finished my, I think, seventh pig's foot practicing for tattooing. Dope. And my mentor said, okay, I think you've gotten about as much as you can out of pig's feet, folks. So the next thing, uh, I want you to tattoo your legs. you still got some real estate on your thighs. So he's like, make up a design. And so this morning I was working on the design for my thighs. And I'm going to do the yin and yang with like all the black of the yin and yang on my right thigh. And then on my left thigh, I'm going to do like a super colorful um, spectrum on my left side okay the reason I had this idea a long time ago it's coming from Jordan Peterson who says that all of life is order and chaos and in order to live a harmonious life we have to walk the middle way the Tao so a foot in order and a foot in chaos you know for a fact me and you connected over that when we met yeah yeah huge totally but just talking about this it, it occurred to me that um Lately, I've spent a lot of time more in the order, in the in the good, in the light part of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm I saying the white side. Sure, the white. If you want to, yeah. We'll say that's, the white that's is that's good. The, the light, yeah. The, yeah, the, we'll the, say that. The more lighthearted, the comfortable. Um, and I guess maybe the last day or you know, like last week or so. I think I've been walking that middle line a lot more and I feel myself tipping into the into the messy, the chaos, the the uncertainty and nastiness of like the potentiality of like what could happen. And it and I and I guess I hadn't really considered the fact that like I had been moving back that way. Because like, I'm I'm talk I'm I'm talking about things that I'm like these are philosophies that I I've talked a lot about, but it's like I'm being given the opportunity to practice it, like walking in the fucking middle middle yeah. way and being aware that these are both here. Well, that's big, the awareness of the middle yeah. way. That's the only way is have being aware of that. Yeah. So you're there at least. But like having a foot in like that that potential reality of like all everything totally going sideways is it's an interesting to consider like that's a possible way of living is like always having that awareness like that. Yeah, that could, that could happen, but it's we're still not, just here in the moment. Yeah, so until that actually happens, yeah. until that call comes down, like you guys, everyone needs to go home and lock your doors. Uh, keep on keeping on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 
And, you know, the what I freaking think about all the time is when I'm having a bad day, what does that mean? That a fucking good one's coming. Right? I mean, dude, if you, you ever looked forward to, like, a vacation, a concert, mm-hmm. you know, a music festival, mm-hmm. a certain day with a special person, mm-hmm. right? It's great to look forward to that, isn't it? It is. You wake up that morning, you're about to go do that thing, and it's you don't even need an alarm. You woke up one minute before your alarm went off because you knew what time it was subconsciously. Yeah. Those days are still coming. The best days of your life probably haven't even happened yet. How awesome of a thought is that? Right? Thought. So when you're having that shit day, man... And I do, I mean, shit, I have, I have shit days. The other day I was like, man, like, I'm not really doing anything today. Like, I didn't tell anything. And I'm like, I'm just going to come home and just sit there, like, days at work. And like, <laughs> you can always walk and, the dogs. And, yeah, like, you know, and I did the other day, which was nice. And I threw the stick and, like, you know, running back and forth and I'm talking to the dogs, whatever. But, like, when you have those days, man, it's like, this is great. This is great. To, if you can... Man, Kenzie, our friend Kenzie, she has something, and I'm going to quote it totally wrong. She's going to listen to this and, and call me out. But it's like, I think she calls it like a, a happy cry or happy sad. You know what I'm talking about? Has she ever talked mm-hmm. to you about that? No. She has gotten to the point where she can know that she is sad and upset and like having a like really rough day to the point where she's like crying with a huge smile and if not laughing and crying at the same time because from what I understand at least she's kind of gotten to herself where it's she understands the emotion of sadness and like the Tao right the yin and the yang the good and the bad there is the bad that has to happen in order for the good to happen Hmm. and if you can understand that when the bad is happening it's part of because good has to happen that is phenomenal, man. That's like, yeah. that's a transformative thing to to cultivate. Right. And and when she told me that, I was like, I, I, I like that. Like, I'm trying to I'm trying to cry and laugh, you know. Yeah, I mean, in the in the yin and the yang symbol, the white within the black is it represents the you know, the other, the good within the bad, and vice versa. Like the with within the white one. The black in the middle is like the bad, the bad, quote unquote, yeah. in the good. It's like there is always a balance. It's amazing to realize that. I think that's, yeah. I mean, that's literally everything. It's like, I mean, but it's, it's yeah, it, it always, it's always a coming back to it though. It's like, I remember it. I'm like, oh <laughs> yeah. I, oh, like, oh, I know. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And but, then, and oh, then, I feel legit. <laughs> yeah. A couple of days later, like the world's fucking burning down, dude. It's all, it's all coming to an end. But like I said, hey man, let the world fucking come to an end. I swear to you, and I think you know me well enough to say, I will have so much fun. <laughs> oh, dude, tell me if we're getting blown up in 24 hours. Shit, that next 24 hours, dude. Oh, we're going to do something. We're going to get crazy. We're going to fucking party our asses off. We're going to remember all of our loved ones. We're going to have so much love in our hearts for the end to come that that, again, is what? A balance. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah, I guess you can't have a hangover if the world's ending. (laughs) (laughs) No need for no vitamin water. Yeah, man. Yeah. I guess if if you knew definitively, like, asteroids about to hit Earth, like, we're done. Right? 
Party you got 20, like it's 24 hours. 24 hours, how would you fill that time? I mean, obviously partying, but what are some other things that you'd want to do? Well, the question is, would you drive home to your family? Right. I mean, it, the roads are going to be fucked. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> Quick call, Mom. I love you. <laughs> well, the, ro- the front lines are probably going to be fucked, too. Internet, all that stuff? Probably. No, yes. does that, how does that work? Well, maybe not internet, but definitely phone lines would probably be all I mean, I'm hitting Facebook swamps. Messenger for... Yeah. I would spend an hour, maybe a little more than an hour, Facebook messaging everyone, yeah. you know, that I feel connected with or have connected with in the past and, and giving them a little heartfelt message. Not too take, long. It might take more than an hour. Like I said, not too long. <laughs> I, I'm not trying to... I got a party. So I got a, This is me, right? I mean, yeah. this is my meat vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be a little egotistical, which yeah, I never feel this, like I am. This spectacular little meat vehicle is blown to smithereens. It, yeah, you gotta, you gotta get a, uh, we gotta get it in. Yeah, gotta get it in. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna go get your lady. I'm gonna go find the yeah, lady, and really we're gonna good. we're gonna go have a we're gonna have a fucking blast, man. So yeah. I don't know. I definitely think you're right. The roads would be the roads would be fucked. roads would be fucked. You're not going. I anywhere. mean, we might want to like pop down to the gas station and get you know pillage for the last case of beer or something well we might we got a i got a bottle of whiskey jack just got me oh a couple hits of acid yeah see yeah like it's just thing like meet up with everyone that's around you right um we have a great group people within a a good 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 mile radius see the end of the world you go to the gas station i'm gonna go run up in the really you know multi-million dollar neighborhoods yeah See which houses are empty. Find some bottles of fucking... Oh, we could just party there. And then go there. Yeah. Yeah, it has heat at that house at least. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, you know, it's... Imagine... Imagine uh, if the world... Like, we thought, like, end of the world party scenario. Like, you're describing. We have fucking raging in some huge house. The people have, you know, gotten in their private jet and flown away. We think it's supposed to end at 24 hours. We're all, like, getting after it. And then it doesn't end. And we're all we all wake up with just raging hangovers and like we've trashed this like million dollar home and like the asteroid misses Earth. <laughs> <laughs> and then those like, people come oh, home and we get arrested shit. and we go to jail and consequences. Man, I tell you what. That well there's the yin and the yang right there. We had an absolute <laughs> blast and here comes the negative, y'all. <laughs> Ooh, okay, all right. Don't, yeah, right. don't trust scientists with their fucking calculations. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, you know, Anybody out there that's freaking out about this shit? Freak out! Freak out! Everybody freak out. That's a song, right? I don't really know how it goes, but it's a good song. And you're allowed to freak out. Embrace the freak out. Embrace the freak out. I like that. Embrace the freak out. (laughs) Maybe we're going to name this episode or something like that. I think think we should call it Dave's Bad Trip. Yeah, Dave's Bad Trip. Dave's on the fucking ledge. Slash not anymore. (laughs) Oh, man, I tell you, it's just fun, man. Life's fun. Life's pretty fun most of the time. When you when you remember to not take it so fucking seriously. Life's a fucking trip. Life's a trip. <laughs> For real. No, it's fun. And man. let's see. Actually, while we're talking about life's a trip, life being a trip, and the podcast, when did we say uh, solstice? Well, the solstice, solstice is the 19th. Of the, March. Okay, so yeah. we've got what's today? The fourth. We've got two more episodes for this season. 
before we switch into spring season. Heck yeah. Which would be season two for... Season two. Do you yeah. want to do, like, multiple seasons? You just want to count up. Like, most... I mean, Aubrey Marcus has, like, 190, 200-something episodes. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have yeah. to figure that out. Joe Rogan has, like, thousands. <laughs> Episode 1,642. Yeah, you know. Which is kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I don't know. Like, well, what, we can do, like, season two... Episode sixteen, but that's that that's misleading. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, bro. What is the world gonna it's, end? It's all, <laughs> it's all season one. It's all season one. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about it. If anybody has any suggestions yeah. on if yeah. we should do seasons or whatnot, Let's get some listener feedback. Yeah, um, it's we got a couple... to you by listener feedback. <laughs> <laughs> We got a couple uh, couple people lined up to do this, and uh, looking forward to it. We got Liz coming on next week. Yeah, dude. Liz, my favorite human being, um, just got back from this incredible festival. Um, and I, I don't want to ruin it. We're not even going to tell you the name of it. You're just going to have to listen. Um, but some absolute traumatic stuff happened to her hmm. while there. And I'm telling you right now, this goes right in line with what we're talking about right now. One of the biggest negatives of her entire life happened while she was there and had the most positive experience at the same time. Wow. It Whoa. was intense, dude. It was more intense than camping. More intense than camp. Oh, shit. It's <laughs> like, what? Follow camping? the joke. Oh, Follow the joke. Oh. Uh, but yeah, dude, I'm really stoked to have her back on. It's cool. going to be a long distance. Um, uh, podcast, which is going to be super cool. She's unfortunately in Cincinnati, but um, okay. yeah, dude. Uh, when y'all hear what she has to say, it, you're going to... When she told me, we were on the phone last night for at least an hour, uh, and we should have just pressed record on the phone mm. because it was just it's so dope. But um, yeah, dude, when, when everyone has to hear, including you, yeah, like it's, it's, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, we have Liz, and then who else do we have coming up? Uh, my good buddy Jeff Pappendorf has uh, agreed to come on, and he, he Jeff has uh, hands down one of the strangest human beings I've ever met, and I mean that in like the highest sense. Like he he is a totally unique sense of humor. Uh, if you've ever watched uh, Reggie Watts, familiar with him at all? Yeah. Jeff is in that vein of just like absolutely absurd, just total. Like when we're working together. Just he'll come around the corner and just just riff on just absolute absurdity. And uh, when I asked him if he wanted to come on, he's like, "Let me think about it." And a few minutes later, he came back. He's like, "Okay, we're gonna do it, but I've got a vision, and uh, it's gonna it's gonna be a whole thing." And so yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a whole thing. And uh, yeah, I think that'll be a fun way to wrap well up. Well thought out plan there, huh? Wrap up the the winter. And then I just had a conversation with, um, well, you know what? I'm not going to, I don't want to. A really the, dope dude the, that might come on. Yeah. You're got, just going to have to wait and see on that one. Definitely uh, outside of the realm of friends that work at Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But a, a, a really interesting person I'm excited to have a conversation with and share it with you guys. So. Yeah. And I have um, another friend um, that I just met recently. She agreed that, that she'd be down to, to jump on a podcast. Um, and she is a 
I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this. A neuroanalyst technician. Hmm. I think that's. I don't think I butchered it. I think okay. that's it. Cool. Um, and when she told me that, I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And she's like, "Well, we um, for instance, for example, one thing that we do is we hook people's brain up." You know, you put things all over their head, and we hook them up to this little system, and we make them watch a movie. And while they're watching a movie, you know, things pop up that, you know, create sadness or create, like, a sense of anxiety, and, and then they, like, filter those things out, and then they, like, cut that part out of the movie, and then they, like, replay it, and then, like, they see a different wavelength of person of, like, what they're thinking about, and it, I mean... Wow. Just gonna be dope, man. So I really hope I really hope I can get her on here because I think everyone would really enjoy that. I mean, we're getting all walks of life, especially season two, y'all. Like all walks of life are gonna come through, and we're gonna get a little, you know, I, I want to get a little crazy, you know. I mean, we're gonna drop two hour episodes season two. <laughs> I like it. I'm ready. Oh yeah. But um, to continue on to this end of the world one, um. I know you have gone through some shit, Dave. And when you go through some shit and you pull yourself out of it, I mean, today would be an example. I think I, I kind of helped mm-hmm. today's example, and yeah. you kind of already explained that. But you know, maybe for some other people, what are, what are what are other ways you've been able to get out of that per se, you know, dark side of the yin or the yang, you know, and and what what has helped you in the past? Oh man. Well, on a day like today when I was like really thick in it is is seeking out someone that I could have a conversation with and like yeah. kind of bring me down. And like I I part of part of the despair was like this feeling that I, I didn't have someone like that. So that that's kind of a tough one to answer because it's like when I I know f- from experience that when you're in it, it it feels pretty hopeless. I mean, that's the that's the nature of the thing is like I don't know who I can talk to that's going to make me feel better about this. Um, well, you almost feel like no one can, right? Right. And it's that's, almost that's like why no one's like, ever had these thoughts, so like I'm on my own. Yeah. I'm like, nah, bro. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess looking, maybe looking for someone that you can turn to, uh, in which case, you guys all know Chase, so reach out to Chase. Apparently, he's got a pretty good head on his shoulders. Um, but do, do when, when I'm... Okay. When it's pretty good. It's pretty <laughs> I'm good. okay. Um, when I've been in other kind of darker spots, um, things that really help me is getting out in nature. That's big with my dog. It's like a good trail run. Just kind of pounded out of myself. Mm-hmm. Going and working out at the gym, getting some positive endorphins. Definitely uh, writing often helps. Sometimes just fucking taking a nap, dude. Yeah. Just like when, when life oh feels God, really heavy, yeah. just laying the fuck down for any amount of time. Yeah. And just even if your brain starts to just, spiral while you're laying down, like yeah. understand you're eventually gonna go to sleep. Your body's tired. If your brain's thinking yeah. a lot, then your your physical body's also gonna be tired. Worn out. I don't recommend self medicating, drinking, smoking, watching porn. You know, like that's for me. That's just made me feel worse. Yeah. You know, it might I might feel a little bit better for a minute, but it's like. Once, once that natural high or that that high induced from those things dissipates, I just feel worse. Um, making art is big. Oh. Expressing, expressing what's going on in my mind. Mm-hmm. Well, you're quite the artist, you know. Artistically, 
you know, I'm glad that works for you. Yeah. I am such a shit artist that <laughs> it makes me upset. This <laughs> makes you feel worse. I like that didn't even look like a house, man. I mean, breaking stuff. Oh yeah. Well, we talked about you know, earlier demolition, dude. Oh yeah. Like, you're in a fucked up place, like going with a baseball bat or like a sledgehammer and just fucking something up. Yeah. Well, we talked earlier about the the scale of emotions, right? Yeah. And how that anger um, is higher on the scale than yeah. you know anxiety or despair. I think the the lowest. So th- this is what Chase is referring to. Is this like um, it's a spectrum of emotion? The highest being like pure joy and enlightenment, and like unconditional love and the lowest being hopelessness and despair and depression. Um, and in between is all of the other stuff, just like kind of contentedness is higher than, uh, discomfort or anger or anxiety. And so I, I remember hearing from Abraham Hicks that like, if you're in a place of, and just like law of attraction followers, if you're in a place of despair or hopelessness, even anger is an improvement from that. So get angry because that yeah, bring, force that, yourself to be vibrationally angry, that brings you up from despair. So yeah. like beating the shit out of a pillow or screaming, which I've done a number of times. Bro, I'm telling you, screaming in the car. Yeah. Like, dude, turn out the radio. Yeah, horribly sing party like it's 1999 bro lose your voice yeah lose your voice do do whatever you can to get pissed off because if you're sad yeah fuck that dude yeah sad is not cool we've all been there we're all humans we all get sad you know and scream it out dude you know it's interesting uh, a number of years ago when I was living in Michigan I remember going to this this law of attraction group and they were talking about the spectrum of emotions and it dawned on me as, as the guy was talking about it and we're discussing in the group that um, I had shut myself off from expressing anger or even experiencing anger because that was like a no-no in my house. Like we, we weren't allowed to like mm. heightened emotions. Yeah. Even like excitement was like okay, but anger was like a no-no because I think my mom had grown up in, a, in a, an abusive household and her dad was an alcoholic. And like, yeah. So anytime big emotions started to play in my house they got you know really squashed and so I realized that night that like I had never allowed myself to experience that or even express it and so I was stuck down in like hopelessness despair sadness and I couldn't get above to the the higher in the spectrum because I wouldn't allow myself to work there's a block there's a block at yeah there you go and so I got up and I left the the room where everyone was and went out in the parking lot just screamed but even in that, I didn't feel comfortable letting it all out because there are people walking around and I didn't want to scare people. So it was like, it was interesting. It was like the blocks that we have that prevent us from experiencing a higher level of vibration is, it's interesting. So pretty much <clears throat> don't be shy of having every single emotion be part of your life, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they are all part of your life, right? And if you understand the scale or not, don't be don't be content with your sadness. Move around, right? If you're extremely happy, be careful too. You know, that's one thing that that I've learned in my life like 
if I'm having the best day ever, like, yes, ride the high a little bit, but make sure you're checking in, you know, because these good days, you know, they're going to follow by bad, you know, bad days will follow. Yeah. You know, and it's just like. You're not going to plateau just like. Yeah. This is fucking awesome. God, I hate my life. It's not sustainable. (laughs) It's not sustainable, you know, and that's something to be very, very careful of. But that doesn't, I'm not saying don't have a blast. Don't have a great time. Really, don't, don't limit yourself in the enjoyment just be, because of the fear that it's gonna, there's going to be a come down. No. I'm going to live a really me- mediocre life so I don't feel Bro, shitty. I'm telling you, <laughs> I have people very close to me that live the, that, that mediocre life. And, you know, when something... Maybe the ups and downs aren't as intense. It's just no, like, it's, it's like a little, it's, it's like Iowa. There's <laughs> 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 not much going on there. <laughs> or Ohio, yeah. you know, there's a little bit of hill country and like you know the you know, down in Cincinnati ish and like Hocking Hills. It's called yeah. the Hocking Hill. But I'm saying be like Asheville, North Carolina, man. Or even better, you know what? Be like freaking Denver. Yeah. You know, maybe not Denver because there's actually not like a mountain in Denver. So you can't yeah, don't be like that. Denver. Don't be like Denver. But be like Colorado. Mm. There's some great flats. You know, some great lakes and. Some big old mountaintops. Have a fucking blast with life, man. That's that's one thing I, I want to always portray to other people. When people ask me, like, why are you always so happy? I get it every day. Why, why are you always so energetic and smiling and this, that? And I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? Like, why not? Like, there is something always, 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 always to be positive about. Mm-hmm. Always. And it can have the worst freaking day ever. And that's why I can't wait for Liz to come on because she, she her story about having a day that should have been spent in, you know, maybe turmoil or like just really, really sad. She spent in a loving, very loving state all day long. And Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I mean, freaking live it, man. Yeah. We have one life, y'all. One fucking life. Yeah, life's a trip, but cheers to it. Cheers to it. That's a good way to end it. Unless you got anything else. Oh, yeah. We're never ending. That's a good way to to stop this episode. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, we can stop this episode. I I fucking... I love you, dude. I love you, too. You know that? I appreciate you very much. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know? And everybody else, I, I love you guys, too. You ever have any fucking issues? Remember, fuck it. Issues aren't that bad. If you didn't have issues, you wouldn't have the opposite of issues. You know, at least we're not having to deal with saber-toothed tigers. You know, like that's a bit of more of an immediate. Well, there we go. You know what I'm saying, like, what? Imagine walking out your door and wham. Or a fucking, what were the um, the flying ones? Fucking pterodactyls. Fucking pterodactyls that start with a P somehow. Um, yeah, pterodactyls. Pterodactyls. Yeah, they're they're intense, man. You know, and. Yeah, dude. Yeah, at least we don't have to deal with that shit. No, now it's just some invisible virus that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I don't know, man. Fucking fucking humans. uh, Well, you know what? I'm stoked to press the end end button on this episode, just because I know the next episode is gonna be dope. And yeah, tell you what, even if it's not, fuck it. Well, you know what's funny, man? I was like, today, you know, as I'm in the thick of it, I'm like, thinking about 
how I'm feeling a little stretched thin, quite stretched thin from when I'm in that headspace, everything, everything feels overwhelming. Right. Oh yeah, of course. And I'm like, oh man, like what, why do we keep doing this podcast? Like what, what is the point? And you know, like maybe I'll just, maybe I need to take a break from it. And then I got home, we had a conversation. I was like, yo, we should, we need, we need to go record this. Cause this is, this is good shit to just get out. It's there. It's therapeutic. I was about to say it's therapeutic, it's, bro. Yeah. And but, maybe for someone else, it's just therapeutic too. But once again, it's yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. If not, it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's been good for us, but um, it's it's interesting how that voice gets in there, that voice of doubt, or just like the kind of like you you can walk away, just walk away, and then if you show up, if when I show up, it's just it's just a little bit more blossoming. It's like coming out of the mud. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, dude. That, and once again, everyone has that mud, man. So for everyone that's stepping in mud right now, that feels any sort of sadness, absolutely enjoy it. Yeah. It's so hard. Oh, it's easy to say. Easy to... Yeah, you're damn right it's easy to say. I just said it in fucking half a second. Yeah, it's easy. But you know what? Fucking work on it, y'all. Right. Mm-hmm. And of course, like, like Dave said earlier, talk to somebody, man. Talk to somebody. Human interaction is huge. And right. I'll share a quick story yeah. since you shared a um, hallucinogenic story. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, mine's a little different, but um, when I lived in Hawaii, I also, you know, did some shrooms a couple times. And one time, <laughs> well, this one time, um, I had an eighth left over, right? 3.5 grams. Which is like magic a, mushrooms. Which pretty, is, a pretty standard dose. It's a good, yeah. it's a good size dose. It's your, your dose for people that have pretty much do it. You know, yeah. like you're gonna, you're gonna trip. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah. Not definitely not, not gonna trip. Yeah. You're not, not yet. Yeah. yeah. So you're not, not going to have a good intense time. Not, 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 not. Yeah. So, you know, I was by myself, right. A day off from, you know, both my jobs when I was working there and, and I lived in this really dope ass house on a mountain and, um, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take this by myself. Never, never taking psilocybin or any hallucinogen by myself. I'm just going to take it by myself. Here we go. All right. And I had this little like island cruiser bike, you know, the one like straight up basket on the front right. and like the blue and white look with the big flares over the tires. <laughs> like totally found it like in someone's trash and like right. jank, jacked it or whatever. Um, and I was like, cool, I'm going to go ride my bike around, right? And I'm like riding around a little town of Kailua. And like, you know, I'm having a blast. I'm having a good time. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll meet up with some friends, right? So like, I'm like trying to text my friends and like, and barely... phone is just like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. You know, I somehow got a hold of them. I don't know if I called them or whatnot, but and they're like, oh yeah, we're all going down to Lanikai, uh, which was the beach close to my house. One of the most beautiful beaches in the world. And I was like, okay, cool. I don't want to ride my bike there. So I'll, I'll take the bus. Right. So I'm like, cool, here we go. I'm take my bike back to my house, you know, walk down to where the bus is. And um, I get on the bus. I'm having a pretty good day, right? You know, Hawaii is beautiful, right? So I get on the bus and, you know, it's about, I don't know, a 15-minute ride because a couple stops. And I get in there and all of a sudden, I got to go home. I got to go back to Ohio. Whoa. I got to, I shouldn't be here right now trying to enjoy my life. I need to be home with my mom. I have to be a mom. Like, I, I, what am I doing? Like, this isn't like, and just, I felt myself shrinking into the seat and how, 
dramatic of a of a person that I was, you know, like I shouldn't be here trying to do these things for me when there's other people that should be that I should be t- you know attending to and this that and it was just boom after boom after boom it was intense and I just felt so awful. And then, you know, we get to, you know, get to the Lonnie Kai bus stop, you know, and I get off the bus and I have my little camera with me and you just think I was a photographer. <laughs> I wasn't. Um, and then, you know, I, I walk up to the beach and I see my friend Pat, I see my friend Tyler and Bernice and Danier and, and I was, they're like throwing something, like throwing a frisbee around or something and, and every, I all of a sudden look up and just everything is open. I see these like little islands sticking out, you know, the moats are sticking out and I see them and I see my friends and everyone's smiling and laughing and immediately, snap of a finger, I was back. And I had one of the best days of my entire life. I took some of the most incredible pictures, became a photographer that day. <laughs> um, and that, I mean, it just kind of shows you once again, like the human interaction like, yeah, maybe it was the drugs that put me in that state, but that's probably something that I needed to hear mm. in a way. But yeah, as soon as I got to that beach, man, everyone was there. The people that I loved at the time were there and we had a great time together. And so find that human interaction. And I mean, we talked about on a previous episode that like, if you don't have that, that human interaction, if you don't have anyone around you, there are people still out there. You know, there's that app called Talk Life. There's... You know, random groups on Facebook now. I'm just serious. That Facebook groups thing is 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 helping a lot of people out. I guarantee it. It's cool. Yeah. So get out there. Meetup. Meetup.com. You can find all kinds of stuff on there. Yeah. 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 That's local, great. Local local meetups of all shapes and sizes. Yeah. So yeah, you know, at the end of the day, find human interaction, but love yourself too, and realize that the bads are only there so that you can have the ups. Mm-hmm. And remember, nothing is as bad as a saber-toothed tiger waiting outside your door. Or a pterodactyl. A pterodactyl. <laughs> <laughs> right on. That's it. That's it. Life's a trip. We out. Peace. Woo!